Good morning. It's Tuesday, March what twenty eighth. Uh, God, uh, I have been on YouTube a little bit, not much, talking about vaping with Mike, <laughs> egg whites and uh sourdough. Yeah, whatever, dude. Get the get the shirt out. Show the guns off. Put those things away. Uh, spy. Where are we? We're still in an upward trend. Ironically, still in an upward trend. Uh, you, it's clear 4,000. It just doesn't want to hold 4,000. It, it just won't. So SPY, if you're trading options on SPY and you get near 4,000, just trade away. Trade away. Trade around it. Um, 4,000, it, it, it bounced off there yesterday and just didn't want to hold it. Absolutely did not want to hold it. Uh, the Qs, if you're trading TQQQ and stuff, we can look at uh, our 65-minute algorithm. You're still in an upward trend. So let's take a look at the 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 65 minute algorithm. The 65 minute algorithm very simple. Uh over the 8 day EMA when it crosses, you buy. When it uh crosses down below the 8 day EMA, you sell. Uh right now, uh it looks like 1 minute in, I had to pause it for the dogs. But yeah, QQQ it, it has you out. The 65 minute algorithm has you out and it had you out with a 0.3% uh, loss. Here's here's what you have to know on the 65 minute algorithm. Over eight months, it's only a thousand candles. I do a shallow test on this one because you don't want to buy and hold um, uh, something that is an indices. I mean, QQQ is a little different. Spy you can hold QQQ. You can hold. There's better ones out there with lower fees. But I typically use QQQ to determine the performance of TQQQ and SQQQ. So QQQ on a 65-minute algorithm, over eight months, there were 89 positions. Uh, dun, 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 89 positions, uh, Kama Sutra. But yeah, 3.8% is what the algorithm gets you. Uh, if you just bought and held, it's 1.08%. Uh, so let's take a look at TQQ on the 65-minute algorithm. Uh, if we run this one, uh, you lo actually lose 1% versus losing 16% over 1,000 candles. So you have to be very, very careful about when you get in and out. It has you out of TQQQ. So let's see if we're in on SQQQ uh, on the 65-minute. And again, if you want access to this, just get TrendSpider. Yep, it's got you in at 33.03. You're trading at 33.22 in pre-market. I have a feeling today's going to be a down day. You've got some testimony from a banking regulator uh, who's basically going to say that Silicon Valley Bank is, was screwed by their management. Simple as that. They're going to pin it on the management of the bank. Um, so, uh, yeah, SPY, TQQQ. You want to use your levered ETFs. Again, if you join TrendSpider, I've got a list. Of all the levered ETFs, you can pick up a, a one of the Dow Downs, um, down ones. I don't even know. I think it's S Dow is the one that that I trade. If you want to do a short Dow, short Dow thirty. Um, this one has you out. Doesn't have you in yet, but it had a green candle yesterday. You might see that little cross up. Um, yeah, so tr you can trade those all you want. <clears throat> Let's take a look at how Schwab do. Schwab yesterday, it closed at 54.86. It's trading at 55 right now. You'd still be in at this 54.27. This is the 65-minute algorithm. Got you in at 54.27. Not the bottom, but it got you in there. Again, it's an eight-day EMA. On the four-hour algorithm, which is the one that I typically use to buy, we're in at 57.17. Still has you in. Probably still going to move up. 
I'd say anything under 60, you're beating the uh, CEO where he bought $3 million of this one. FRC, uh, they're calming nerves. I think uh, there was somebody that, that bought it yesterday on the four-hour algorithm at $13.97. <clears throat> I said sell at $14.20. Uh, it closed at 1386. It looks like it's trading right at 14. It's up a little bit. I'd be nervous about this one. I don't know that I'd trade on the four hour. I'd probably trade on the 65 minute on this one. Got you in at 32, 1394. And it's just kind of moved, uh, laterally from there. Hasn't moved up, hasn't moved down. There's a little gap down below from about 1257 to 1340. Super tiny, but you've still got this gap up here between 50 and 78. If for some reason Silicon Valley, or I'm sorry, First Republic gets taken over, something happens, blah, 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 I'd expect it to be a $20 stock. Um, you see what happened with Silvergate yesterday. Silvergate yesterday uh, popped up in the morning after um, um, somebody paid off their loan. I think it was uh, the, the, the guy who has the company that's, invested i forget his name but uh yeah they paid off their loan so you jumped from a dollar 60 you got this one in at a dollar 66 you're at a dollar 96 right now and this is on the 65 minute algorithm you can trade this one silvergate i don't know if i'd get in there i mean i think it's a, a falling knife if you will it's just kind of uh, i don't i don't think it's anything that you invest in um pvh this is the parent company of Calvin Klein and other brand names. They reported yesterday, uh, PVH topped earnings expectations by 71 cents a share with revenue came in a 2.49 billion and above uh, estimates of 2.37 billion. Uh, the retail company also shares uh, better than expected guidance for the first quarter and full year. They are up 12% at $82. Here's the 65-minute algorithm. If you would have looked at this, you'd be in at 73. Boom. You'd be looking at $83 at the open today. The four-hour algorithm, let's take a look at this one. Um, it gets you in at 74, 78. Boom. You'd be looking at a price of $83 right now. So both algorithms do well on PVH. Um, Walgreens, uh, WBA is the symbol, Walgreens Boots. They beat earnings, and they are looking up slightly. Uh, the four-hour algorithm got you in at 33.12. You're trading at 33.25 in pre-market. Um, the 65-minute the, the algorithm, the day trading one that we typically use, this one got you in at 32.45. You're trading at 33.25. So it's up. You know, Again, these algorithms work. Um, you know, they don't win every time, but typically they, they guide you in the day trading. They guide you into entries. That's where you want to look at this stuff uh, to get into. Um, Alibaba. Let's look at Alibaba because Alibaba said they will uh, split into six different business units. They said it's designed to unlock shareholder value and foster market competitiveness. <clears throat> if you own Baba you're probably going to get positions in all six companies as they merge out. Uh, this was a big win for them. It's trading up 10% at $95. The algorithm, the four-hour algorithm, got you in at $83.28. It's below the 200-day. I'm not particularly interested in investing in China right now. Uh, with the, uh, the, uh, the, the TikTok stuff going on, 
I'm fairly concerned that there's going to be congressional movement because, um, you know, you can't get Congress to agree on anything, but you can get them on agreeing to hating China. So why am I going to risk my money in Baba? Well, you probably have some pretty good risk benefit like you do today. Um, you know, take a look at this weekly chart of Baba, and I've talked about this before, is that Baba is trading at levels that it traded back in 2016. It is a 10 to 15 times larger company with the same amount of shares because they haven't devalued it as 2016. Uh, it's just the growth is not expected to be as much. The Chinese uh, cracked down on Jack Ma, and that's when you started to see this complete slide in November of 2020. It has been a huge slide. You're not out of that slide yet. So would I be buying into Baba? Probably not. You've seen some of these bump ups here um, in recent past. My guess is you're probably going down to the 60s again, but if you're in it, you can absolutely trade it. I would probably not own it. Um, Oxy, Occidental Petroleum. Uh, this is one that Warren Buffett put $13 million more into, um, or I'm sorry, $133. Uh, 130, yeah, let's see. March 27th, $106 million. March 23rd, $110 million. March 15th, $86 million. March 14th, $194 million. Uh, all of this is around a $60 price target. And he's not using targets. He's just buying at the end of the day. So that's exactly it. I mean, he's just buying Oxy. Oil is going to be down, uh, or I'm sorry, oil is, is going to come to a supply-demand um, uh, cliff. And essentially what's going to happen, in my mind, is the government will not be able to manipulate this um, OPEC will cut. Uh, Russian oil is just getting you know, sent to China and India at record low prices. Um, Iran cut 500,000 barrels a day from the Permian Basin or something. Uh, I read yesterday, and that's what caused yesterday's pop. So how do you play it? Well, Buffett's just buying Oxy. I mean, you, know, you can buy Devon. You can buy PXD. Uh, PXD has an 11% dividend. They just paid it out. Uh, this one in the algorithm PXD, 193.53 is the buy. You're at 194. Yeah, you could have gotten at 180, but this is the four-hour algorithm. This is a long-term buy. I'm going to buy more. It's got that button hook down here. It's below its 200-day. The 200-day is, is, is falling. What I really want to show you in regards to energy are two things. And, and when we talk about energy, we're talking about overall the XLE. There, there's two things that have gone on uh, in the first quarter that I've really noticed. And that is the underperformance of XLE, the energy, down 5% year to date. And the XLF, XLF is explainable, 8.45%. We're in a, a banking crisis. That obviously, you can see right here when the banking crisis happened, we were up slightly and then boom. You saw the XL, uh, XLF just tank. What, did you, what else did you see? You saw the XLE tank. This is all in fears of a reflation. The XLE is 100% in fears of, of uh, I'm sorry, not inflation, a recession. Uh, oil will go down in recession because people will start using less oil. And so there will be less demand. 
we have still not uh, filled the 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 reserves of uh, the U.S. So we've still got what twenty million barrels somewhere in that neighborhood, two hundred million barrels. I don't know how many, but once they start filling that up, and and Biden had said he wanted under fifty, under I'm sorry, under sixty to fill it up. Well, where are we today? Let's take a look on Finviz. Crude oil, seventy-two dollars. You're up. So. Uh, I think there is opportunity here. Your S&P is up 4% year to date. I think there's opportunity here. If the S&P does come down, I don't think it's coming down to these levels. I think these levels, if you think the banking crisis is averted or handled, uh, I'm not 100% sure. I am still putting money into Bank of America. I am still putting money into Wells Fargo. Uh, I will probably buy the larger banks. I will trade the smaller banks just because I think there's money to be made there. But that's the plan of attack because I do think that this XLF comes up to meet the the S&P at some point. I don't think the S&P comes down to meet them. I think this comes up. I think the same thing happens with XLE. I think energy is still a play. Now, where in energy should we focus? Well, I took a look at this and this is boil, which is natural gas. Versus UCO. Boyle natural gas is down 73% year to date. Year to date, it's down 73%. We're only through the first three months of the year and you're down 73%. If you bought and held Boyle, uh, I did not buy and held, hold Boyle. I've been trading Boyle. I've been held, trading KOLD. Uh, I have been trading UCO and SCO. UCO is down 11%. Uh, I think we're in a shoulder season for Boyle. So I don't know that it's actually a buy. Uh, Boyle, in my mind, I think you're going into a shoulder season. You use nat- less natural gas in the summertime because you're not heating. Uh, essentially, oil boil is is for winter, and it will it will. Um, there's some patterns there uh, for uh, seasonality, but boil is just not a good one for sneeze. Let's look at boil on a monthly basis. We can look at, uh, let's go to seasonality of boil. Uh, and we will go back to, uh, let's go back to October 2011. So this is 11 years of boil on a monthly basis. You can see April, you make money 82% of the time. So in my mind, this chart down 75%, it might be time to get into boil. Uh, because April is 82%. What, you know, you were 42% in uh, the month of March, but it's a shoulder season. Uh, maybe we start to fill, or, or Europe starts to refill their emergency reserves. They got through their winter. Um, there is uh, some significant technology with LNG, uh, with some of the, uh, the natural gas that's sitting off the coast on ships. They are building um, uh, receiver uh, ports in Europe. So, eh, may make some sense, but I will, I will warn you, I will warn you, at this time last year, I personally was looking at Shopify, and I was looking at the seasonality of Shopify, um, and when I looked at the seasonality of Shopify, and we went back to May 2015, and we went to a monthly basis, look at April, April last year was 100% win. And what did you do in, in Shopify last year, in April? Let's look at a monthly. 
And we'll go back to April of last year. Okay, December, blah, blah, blah. April, 37% down. Yeah, I mean, it went straight down. Just absolutely straight down. Look at Shopify. So when you look at the seasonality, I would look at, at it a little bit um, uh, questionably. Uh, if we look at last, month, uh, last year monthly on Boyle, and you take a look at April of last year, uh, let's go back to April, it is up uh, 56%. So that's in an upward trend, but look at how far down it's come. This is a monthly going back to, 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 to 2011. So I do want to pose that I think Boyle um, may be an opportunity to trade, not to hold. I don't think any, either of Boyle or UCO are holding. But I do think if you find some, some, some names in here, in the XLF and the XLE, uh, specifically I own PXD, I own MPLX, I own uh, Devon, I own Oxy, uh, I own Exxon, I own Chevron. I own a bunch of those names that are in the XLE. I think they are, are set to come back. In the XLF, I own Bank of America. I own JP Morgan. I own Morgan Stanley. Uh, or I'm sorry, I don't own JP Morgan. I got rid of JP Morgan when the whole um, uh, uh, sex thing came out with, uh, what's his name, Epstein. Because they, I think they were complicit. And, and I just, morally, I don't want to buy something to do with kids and stuff like that. I mean, it's just disgusting. Uh, and I think Jamie Dimon knew it. Uh, so I just don't want to buy it while he's CEO. But uh, I do own Morgan Stanley. I do own uh, Bank of America. I own Wells Fargo. So I, I would urge you at the end of this quarter to take a look at some of these things. Those are the two sectors that I think I will be buying into for the next quarter, at least the next quarter, um, or holding my, my stuff for the next quarter. I'm not probably going to sell because I don't want to sell at a low. Uh, so that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Let's talk about, you know, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Square, you know, yesterday I said, hey, Square with that Hindenburg research, bringing it down below 60. I think it's crazy. I said, buy it at 60. You're at 60, $64 right now. Uh, it's down in pre-market. I think you're coming back to fill this gap between 65 and 72. If you want to make some money, buy Square. Your boy owns like, what, $20,000, $30,000 worth? Uh, and it is at a significantly higher price. I am think I'm down like 30 or 40%. I've been buying on the way down. Uh, not big lots, though. I, bu I bought big lots on the way up. Uh, I haven't been able to dollar cost average my way back. But I am a believer in Square. Uh, honest to God, I, I love the product. I love Cash App. I love all that stuff. So I use it. I buy it. Simple as that. Um, let's take a look at something that is, I, I noticed this today. Now, this isn't something that I would invest in, but Oscar Health. Oscar Health is my personal insurance company. Uh, I have them through the uh, healthcare.gov marketplace. I am not a fan. I have a $9,000 deductible. They charge me something like $600 a month for a $9,000 deductible. Um, it is crazy. I get no benefit out of this because I got to pay $9,000. And your boy is pretty healthy. Even though I'm, I'm shoveling in chocolate chips, I'm fairly healthy. Um, so, But Oscar Health is up 36% in pre-market. Why? Because they announced a new CEO. The founder is stepping down to CTO to report to the CEO. 
And the CEO is a new, uh, a well-known person in the, the healthcare uh, insurance business. So they think he's going to bring about pot, uh, profitability. Well, if you got in on the algorithm, 365 was the buy. Uh, you're up at 489. Again, you're up 36% just in pre-market. Uh, I think it's hype. I think it's just, hey, this guy has to show that he can actually run the company. They asked him, um, what are you going to do to bring about uh, profitability to this company? Uh, and his answer was semi-evasive. So I don't know what he's going to do, but I wanted to bring it up just because I always say when you use it, you buy it. I am just not a fan of this. Um, you know, what would I rather have? I'd rather have United Health. Uh, I think United Health does a better job of managing on a big scale. They have both private and public insurance. Um, and it, I, I just think it's better. Uh, the four-hour algorithm makes you 24% versus buying and holding uh, over a two-year period makes you 29%. So I, I've said, hey, 485 was a good buy for me. But you know what? The algorithm got you in at 464. We brought this up last week. Uh, I actually, I don't think I brought it up because I think I was on vacation at this point, but 464 was when it was in. And again, if I'm on vacation and you don't have TrendSpider, you're not getting these alerts. But if you had TrendSpider, you would get these alerts. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to bring that one up. Now, the other one that I wanted to bring up, and then we'll go into, uh, FRC and, and, uh, all of that stuff is, uh, the 65 minute chart on Mara. Because I've said, hey, I thought Mara was a buy and I think it's going to 10. Well, the 65-minute chart got you in and got you out in, the, six, in the, uh, the next candle. It's been a loser. Here's what you have to know about Mara. Yeah, you lose. But over a uh, eight-month period on the 65-minute, you make 112% versus losing 40% on the actual asset. So it, it protects you from the way down. You are not in this one right now. In my mind, I think if you cross this 200-day at 699, in pre-market, you're trading at 704. So I think if you close below that 200-day, you probably could get down, back down to here where the 50-day the started to move positive at 615. You did have this golden cross, and that golden cross was good because you started trading at 676. That's where it crossed up. You got all the way to $9. It's a pretty good move for a golden cross. Now, you've got this, this issue here with a 50-day starting to turn, the 9 and the 21 are already negative, but your 200-day is still positive. Your Bollinger Bands are wide open. Wait for them to cinch up a little bit. Wait for this one to come down a little bit. I see this kind of putting in uh, a little bit of hesitation and moving down below here. So I'd wait for the candles to show you where it's actually going. But since I brought it up, I wanted to bring that up. Uh, let's talk about Meta. Meta on the 65-minute if you wanted to trade it. I say Meta under 200 is an absolute buy because I do think at some point, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg is just cutting costs. He is cutting costs. They don't have a revenue problem. They have a cost problem. He's basically backing out people's bonuses. He's laying people off, saving billions of dollars a year in salary. Um, he is basically using this as a year of efficiency to use his words. Under $200, I think it's a buy. Right now in the 65-minute algorithm, it is not a buy. And if you're day trading that one, it's not a buy. I don't know why you day trade it, but if you do, eh, you do. Uh, this one had a buy at 184. I think once it crossed that 200, uh, $200 point, I think anything you get back down to under 200, I think you can buy it. I'll probably um, 
uh, start a new position in that one as well. Uh, so there, that's what I wanted to bring up. Bah, bah, bah. Oh, let's look at FRC. FRC, and uh, we'll look at DPST as well. On the four hour, you're still in FRC. You're still in it, 418 to 65. I don't know if I went over this earlier, but the 65 minute algorithm, uh, FRC, you're still in at 1394. I think I did go over this one a little bit before. Um, FRC, you're still in that. DPST, I know I went over Schwab, but DPST, let's take a look at this one. 65 minute algorithm, you're at 734. You're trading in pre market at 774. I think anything around seven, uh, close to seven dollars, between seven and seven fifty, I think you're fine in this one. Again, I think there, this gap up here gets filled once these banking crises happen, and and it's fine. I think when you uh, get testimony today from uh, one of the Fed officials that says, "Hey, it was just Silicon Valley bank management taking risks that they didn't need to take. They didn't have a risk manager. They didn't have anything set up if they had a bank run." And so, boom, you know, I, I think that could set off some type of confirmation that the banking, uh, the, the small, the regional banks uh, are backstopped. They don't have a problem, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about scans. We'll go back to a four-hour algorithm to talk about scans because that's typically what I look at uh, for entry points into some of these, uh, these stocks. And they're stocks that I think you should invest in. <clears throat> Target. 159.45. You're trading at 159.12. Uh, I think you do have this small gap. It's been filled. Uh, you really don't have any gaps below. Are you are you upset that you buy into Target at 159? Nah. Are you upset that you bought into Target at 160? Nah. You know why? Because you have a very large gap back here uh, that goes all the way to 212. And I think that's where you're going. Uh, I think this one up. You get the banking crisis. You may get a death cross here. You might pull back down to 148 or so, which I would tell you to buy into. But Target is is one of our core portfolios. I own it. I think my average purchase price is about uh, 111 or so. I've just been adding to it. Uh, I brought that purchase price up a little bit because I have added to it at about 140, 150. Um, Boeing, uh, I'd say under 200. Boeing is probably a buy. I know. I think there's one person that listens to me that says, hey, there's just a graveyard of planes. There's a lot of mismanagement that's still going on. Eh. I, I think you're, you've just come down from the heights. Uh, I think you may see a death cross here of the 200-day with the 50-day, but the 200-day is still moving positive. The 50-day is moving down. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy this, but the algorithm has you in at 258. You're trading at 229. Um, that's 200.58 and 200.29. Uh, Simon Property Group. This is one I love the dividend, love the malls, love the business. Uh, I like it at 120. I like it even more when it crosses up at 104. Uh, I think there's a, a little gap down here between 96. I think if you get under 100, you absolutely buy this. But I think it's trading at 102.78. I think as it dips down under 100, I think you you add a little bit to it. If we go over to the stock screener on Finviz. And we look up Simon Property Group. Its PE is 15. You've got a dividend of 6.97. It's down 12% year to date. Your average uh, target price is 132. And look at that. Look at the insider buys at 93, at 116, um, at 134. All of those insider buys, not huge amounts. I mean, these are, you know, hey, we're going to put in a, uh, you know, 
uh, we're going to uh, refurnish the extra bedroom. That's all these are. Let's get a designer to re refurbish the extra bedroom. That's what those dollar amounts are. Um, and they're, they're bought, but they're buying in. I mean, that, that points to a lot. Uh, the other one that I usually um, compare this to is SKT. So Simon Property Group has a PE of 15, a forward PE of 16. Uh, Tanger, SKT, has a dividend of 4.65, almost double the PE and forward PE. Now there's different uh, financials here. Um, Tanger, uh, actually, uh, they, they basically get rent plus a portion of the profits. Simon just gets rent. So it's a different profit, different way of doing things. Uh, Tanger has just been on a tear. Over one year, 12%. Over six months, 34%. Uh, performance over um, year to date, 5%. But their PE is super expensive. Their target price is 1943. You're at trading at 1892. You're only 6% above your 52 week high, and you've got these double tops. Uh, somebody asked me what's my favorite things on um, uh, my patterns on uh, Finviz. I love double tops and I love the multiple bottoms. Um, other than that, the trend lines are usually pretty good. But look at, you know, Tanger, sales, option exercise. So I, I think they're just a little bit expensive at about 20 bucks. Um, I think, you know, Simon Property Group is a better one. Uh, let's see. DRN, which is our. Uh, our bull on the real estate market. This is three times levered. Had a cross up at 838. You're trading at 791. These are ones that you know you can day trade. I'd use the 65 minute on that one. VNQ, one of our Vanguard indexes, had a cross up. Uh, this is the real estate. So not only do you have DRN, but you have VNQ. Real estate, eh. It's trading at 77.94. The actual cross-up was at 78.69. Over a, a, a two-year period on this one, you make 14% using the algorithm. Not a bad one. Uh, again, VNQ, uh, if you just bought and held it, you lose 14%. So that's a 28% swing. Losing 14% versus making 14%. So the four-hour algorithm actually makes, uh, makes things good. Now, we did have a cross-up of a spider sector, XLU. This is the utility spider sector. 65.78. You're trading at 65.82. Uh, this one, you make 12%. Trading with the four-hour algorithm, you lose, you, I'm sorry, you make 4%. Um, utilities, typically in a time of recession, utilities are where people flock. But look, I mean, you know, you saw UCO with the oil. You saw... Um, you know, some of the other safeties. Uh, but this one hasn't been a safety. I mean, you've gone all the way from 71 to 65. It's a good time to get into this one. If you want to buy and hold a, you know, a, a spider sector that gives you a, a pretty good, uh, I think they give a pretty good dividend, 3.16. Uh, year to date is down 6.71. Utilities, uh, energy is just more expensive. That's essentially what I think it's telling you. XRLE. This is the uh, XLRE, uh, is the real estate. Again, three real estates, DRN, um, uh, VNQ, and XLRE, a spider sector. For the real estate, 35.39. This one, the algorithm that makes you 32%, you lose 9%. 
with just buying and holding. So it's probably a pretty good one to use the algorithm to, to get into. Um, you win, let's see, you win 55% of the time on that one. So pretty good win rate. Pretty good uh, average win is 4.29. So you don't win much, but you win a lot. Uh, HST. I put this one in. This is host hotels. This is one that I have in my own personal watch list that I, um, I, I, I liked trading during the pandemic. I should say that because over two years, uh, this one, the algorithm loses you 13%, whereas you buy and hold, you only lose 11%. But I saw it yesterday and I looked at the history of this one on the four hour chart and I said, you know, it's pretty low and it tends to, when it hits this point, it tends to pull back to the 200 day. Now you did have this death cross. You've got this gap up here between 17 and 18. You're trading at 15, 18. So it's not a bad one. Host hotels. Um, we can look at the PE and things, 17 PE. So it's fairly expensive dividend 3.17. You're down 18% for one year. Um, now I'm 5.67. And we take a look at some of the, you know, these are sales at 21 and 19. So they're selling at 21 and 19. They're saying it's a little too expensive. What's at 15. So, uh, it, it crossed up. I think that's a good one. Delta airlines. I like to say, Hey, Delta, when it gets down near 30, they're going to pump this effort up. Uh, 32.14 is the cross up. It's trading right there at 32.13. You got a gap here um, at 34 and 35. Uh, it's probably going to get the death cross here. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy it today, but I think if it dips under 30, I think you get some hype to rally to about 35. Um, that's typically what happens to this one. Uh, oh. Oh, just simple. Oh, Realty Corporation. This is a huge, uh, I think they pay a really good dividend, if I'm not mistaken. 5.04%. Uh, the PE is 42. So it is super, super expensive. Down 4% year to date. Over one year, you're down 9%. Average target price is $70. You're trading at 60. You're only 9% above your 52-week low. You're 19% below your 52-week high. Uh, it has a cross up at 6127. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy it. Again, you had this death cross. It's a little bit risky, uh, but real, real estate. Again, real estate kind of is the theme. UPS had a cross up, and here we go. Uh, ascending triangle, 181.42. This is a secondary cross up. It's just kind of putting in that ascending triangle up. You haven't broken the top side, you're close to it, but. Again, I think this is a $200 stock in a healthy shipping market, UPS. Cisco had a cross up. Uh, and Cisco is in the Dow, I believe. Or not the Dow. It's, I think that we're down to the, uh, the NASDAQ. 48.68 was the original buy-in on March 15th. Your ex-dividend date is April 4th. So if you want the dividend, buy it before April 4th. Um, this is just a secondary cross up. You're seeing it go up. I think anything under 50, you're trading it right at 50. Uh, I think anything under 50 on Cisco, I think you're doing okay if you want to buy that one. Kerrig, Dr. Pepper, not Kellogg, Kerrig, uh, 3520. The reason I bring this up, it's under the 200 day. Uh, the ex-dividend date is coming up on March 30th. If we look at KDP, I am a bigger fan of Pepsi and Coke. This is a 2.28% dividend. PE is 34. It is super expensive. You are 15% below your 52-week high of 41. 
but you're only 5% above your 52-week low of 33.35. It's trading at 35.10. The average target price is 39.61. So I think you do have some options in this stock. Now, look at these. There's a bunch of sales here at about 34 uh, within the last few days. So they're set, I'm sorry, they're buying at 34. Buying, sorry, they're not, they're buying at 34. Um, that's a good news for this stock. That's why I included in this one. If you want a short-term beverage company, I think this one may be one that, that's coming up. CSX, uh, this is part of the railroad. Railroads have just gotten killed since that Ohio thing. Um, this one, the last two, or I'm sorry, the last three purchases on the algorithm have been a loss, but I figured I'd bring it up. Their earnings are coming up April 20th. Um, 2877 is the buy-in. You're trading at 29. Market just opened up. Uh, DLTR, Dollar Tree. This has been beaten, beaten up, and you've got gaps above here. Doesn't mean it's an automatic buy, but the buy-in is at 139.55. You're trading at 140. Uh, the gaps are up here at 155 to, to about 163. And there's two gaps, one that was filled and then one that was created on the way down. So it's an interesting kind of chart. Uh, you do have earnings to go along with this. This one just seems to be beaten down. Another one that I went over recently that just had another cross up is Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, 1434. The last one got you out with a 0.91 loss. You're coming off of January, which was a 56% gain. You still have a gap up here to 1732, which would be a pretty good uh, jump. Uh, I, I, again, I think this is fine. David Zadlov is a great uh, CEO. I think he'll do uh, pretty good with that one. I personally like that I get HBO for free because I subscribe to AT&T at home. So SO, Southern Company, this is a utility. It's a secondary cross-up. We've gone over this one before. Anything around $60 is great on this one. The buy-in was at $64.33, March 3rd. You got their earnings coming up on April 26th. Eh, it's a utility, SO. I think they own Georgia Power, which is my power company. Um, ironically, I just looked down at this. April, 91% over the last 11 years for a Southern company. Eh, maybe it's got to do with the earnings. Could be. Their earnings are coming up April 26th. That's it. 38, uh, 38 minutes. Uh, let's go over the sponsors. If you're paying more than $30 for your phone bill, uh, down below is a, a link to Visible. You'll save $20 off your first phone bill. I pay $25 a month. That's a $5 phone bill. Unlimited. Uh, 5G service. I have been next to people with... Uh, Verizon who are paying $100 a month and I wind up getting better speed. I have not noticed um, when I get a reduction. So if you're paying more than 30 bucks a month, especially for like a kid or something, put them on freaking visible. Um, you don't need to have the same phone company as, you, as your kid. If you want a better phone plan, you know, get them on unlimited for 25 bucks a month. Um, it's great. I, I love it. Um, and again, the links down below, you'll save $20 off your first month. Uh, I, I, you know, I have the $25. I think there's a $35 version with a, a little upgraded 5g, um, with some additional benefits. I don't see the need to pay an additional 10 bucks, but I have noticed a significant, significant, uh, improvement over the past month or two. 
Uh, and their service, again, it's online. You don't have a store to go to. It's prepaid versus postpaid. That's why you get it at such a discount. It's owned by Verizon. It's on Verizon's network. I absolutely love it. Verizon is the best network to have. Second sponsor, if you like the charts that I show, uh, this is TrendSpider. Uh, look down below. There's a link. Code DSP25 gets you 25% off. I will give you access to my algorithm. I will give you access to all, my, all of my watch lists. I'll give you uh, access to the market scanners that I use. Everything that I use because you know what? Your boy's going to be taking a couple of days off and driving up to New Jersey. So probably tomorrow I won't have a show. Um, you can use TrendSpider to do it. 65-minute algorithm, like I've shown you, is a great day trading tool. You don't have to sit there and watch charts because it's 65 minutes. If you want to trade on a five-minute chart, you can absolutely do it. TrendSpider has one-minute charts. You can do whatever you need to do and set up an actual um, strategy and backtest it. That's what the algorithm is. It's a backtester. It shows you when it works. Uh, you don't want to trade on something that you haven't backtested. Final sponsor is IDShop, IDShop.com. Uh, they are my employer, and they are the reason I am driving up to New Jersey to leave the dogs with grandma and grandpa. Um, I will be in Chicago and Houston in April um, working with, I think it's women's soccer that I'm working with. MLS is putting on some women's soccer stuff this, this year, um, and I'm starting that in April. So I'll be working April, May, June, July. Uh, I'll be working probably all summer, so you won't see me. So again, if you want access to um, TrendSpider and you want to continue that strategy, if you're listening to me and you use me for some tips, I don't see a reason why you don't have TrendSpider. Honest to God, I can't trade without it. Um, but if you do listen to me and you do make money off these tips, that's all I ask is tip me. The tips are down below in the link tree. You can find me on, uh, again, Square Cash App. <laughs> um, I have PayPal, so I have access to Venmo as well. Um, or any of the, 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 the cash apps that you have, just tip me. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, but biggest thing I, I'd like you to do is save money with yourself and, and switch to visible down below. There's no reason to have a, a big phone bill, uh, you know, cut your costs. Okay, that's it. I will talk to you later this week. I am probably driving tomorrow, so I probably won't do, do a show unless there's some type of thing that happens and I decide, you know what, let me call in from the road and do a little podcast. Maybe I'll do it from the car. Okay, take care. See you guys.